Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. Do you really even need a coach? I mean, who's to say what we truly need, right? I mean, there are certain things that we need to survive, air, water, but outside of that, what do we really even need, right? So it's not about need, do you need a coach? It's more about, do you want a coach? And for that, you really have to ask some questions. So, you know, I think there's a lot of discussion these days around hiring a coach. And so I think the first thing you need to do is just really even ask yourself, do you want a one-on-one coach? And so here are some, some very simple questions that you can ask yourself around that decision. Do you have everything you want? Why or why not? Do you want help getting what you want? Why or why not? If you want more and you want help getting more, then hiring a coach to help you is a great idea and it's a great investment. So once you decide that, then the next question is, who should you hire? Now, I always wanted a one-on-one coach, but I didn't hire one for a really long time because I thought I needed to be further along in my business in order for it to be worth spending the money. I needed to try it on my own first before I made that investment. The problem with that, it turns out, in hindsight, I know this, but at that time I didn't, that in order to get further along, I might just need a coach. So it's pretty funny to think about now, in hindsight, now that I've had a coach and now that I've seen how valuable that coaching is in becoming in getting further along. I wanted to be further along, but I didn't want help getting there. That's exactly what a one-on-one coach does, is they help you get where you wanna go. They help you get further along. So it's like when you graduated from uh, college and you're trying to get your first, quote, real job, no one wants to hire someone with no experience. But the problem is you can't get experience until someone hires you. Everybody, anybody experienced that? So I wanted to get further along so I could hire a coach. But hiring a coach is what got me further along because it helped me identify the beliefs that were standing in the way of me getting there. My clients sometimes believe the same thing. They don't want to hire a money coach until they make some money to pay for it. But hiring a money coach is what will help them build a strong, secure relationship with money so that they can get out of their own way and actually start making more money. So I have a client that I've been working with for almost two years. We have a great relationship. I love coaching her. And here's the other thing that I love about her. She hired me as soon as she got certified as a coach. She definitely had a scarcity mindset. She definitely had money drama, but she hired me anyway. Don't you absolutely love that? She stuck with coaching and now she's making six figures. And we continue to work together because she still has money mindset problems. They're not the same 
problems that she had when she first hired me, but she still finds lies she's believing that keep her from making more money, from managing the money she's making now, and to keep stepping into the identity of the person that does that and the person that has all that covered. The management of the money she's making, making more money, continuing to grow, right? She has to keep stepping into the identity that she is that person. And that's what I help her with now. Now I've helped her detect and expose so many money lies. I've helped her get really good at pricing her solutions for her clients. She's gotten really good at copy and at selling. And she has completely mastered the art of coaching on objections. But it was because she was willing to invest in herself. But the money coaching doesn't stop there. I'm sure you've heard the term new level, new devil, or different level, different devil, some version of that. Now, getting or making more money does not cure a scarcity mindset. Those beliefs will keep showing up in new and different ways. So we keep addressing them at every level, at every different level. We'll, we're still rewiring her brain to not think in uh, scarcity patterns. So there's still things in her business that she has reservations about, still scarcity that comes up for her as she's soaring to these new levels. She has more lies to detect and expose. She has more truths to uncover about the depth and the breadth of the person she's continuing to become. So she has to keep going all in on herself, even when her brain tries to talk her out of it. She has to keep reinforcing that new identity that she's building. And she has to keep teaching her brain who knew standard operating procedure for doing that. Because, you know, her brain still tries to get one over on her from time to time. So she has to keep reinforcing, keep questioning her thoughts to see if they're a new version of an old belief that are going to keep her stuck. Now, as much co as coaching had to do with what she's already been able to achieve in getting to six figures, it's not just coaching that contributed to her success. Now, staying committed to her niche played a huge part in that success. Staying committed to the people she wants to help and demonstrating her commitment by showing up for them consistently and offering them lots of value ahead of time has had a lot to do with her success. Now, to be Fair coaching does help her stay consistent. It does help her keep moving in her business, keep taking massive action and keep moving the needle in her business. So how do you know when is the right time to invest in coaching? So I have a few questions that you can ask yourself to kind of start to explore this for yourself. And you're the only one that's going to know the best thing for you. You're the only one that knows what's best for you. So you do have to access this within yourself and stop looking to external sources to make these types of decisions, right? But here are some questions that you can use to, to go inside yourself and, and do that exploring. Am I being consistent on my own? Do I need help being more consistent? 
whether it's in belief, whether it's in feeling, in action, or even in just being more consistent in the having of what I want, right? Not self-sabotaging and and getting rid of what I want once I get it. How often do I show up as the me I truly want to be? Am I setting goals and consistently achieving them? Am I avoiding the discomfort and settling for good when I can have better, when I can have more? Do I know what I want, what goals that I need to set in order to get what I want and how to achieve those goals? A lot of my clients, when they come to me, they haven't even answered the question of what they truly want. Or if they have had answered that question, they might have only answered it on a very surface level. They haven't gone deep into why do they want that surface level thing to get to the real thing that they ultimately want. And so I help you do that work as well. Have I stopped beating myself up? Do I know that I'm enough? Do I know that I'm good enough? Have I accepted where I am? Am I content with where I am? Do I get unstuck and move forward quickly whenever I notice myself mired knee deep in the muck, which we all get from time to time? Do I manage my money well, both personally and in my business? Do I confidently make offers and coach on objections? Do I believe fully in my offer and in my pricing? Do I stand tall and firm when someone asks me about my program and my pricing? Do I know the problems I need to solve in my business? And do I waste absolutely no time wondering what to do next to solve them? Do I feel equipped and empowered to fulfill my mission and purpose? So there's probably a gajillion more questions that you could ask, but those are are a dozen or so questions that I thought would help you explore, you know, when is the right time to hire a coach. So if you answered no to more than three of those questions, I think it's a pretty good indication that your next step is to invest in a coach. Now you just need to decide who's best suited to help you. And here are some questions that can help you with that. Now, what is the biggest problem that you need to solve or that you want to solve? You know, what area do you need the most help with? What types of lies are you believing that keep you stuck? Those those are the lies that you're going to want to get help questioning and finding the truth underneath. And who can best help you solve those problems and, and expose those lies? Because those lies are going to be a little bit different for each one of us. So if you're believing um, a money lie, that's going to be one type of coach. And, And there are different types of coaches, just depending on the types of lies that you're believing that are going to be beneficial for you to hire. So one thing, one other thing that you can look at are coaches that you just genuinely like and tend to agree with most often. You can look at who they enjoy helping. And you should be able to tell exactly who they help just by looking at what they do, what they say, who they say it to, how it hits with you. Now, I'll tell you who I work with so that you can see what I mean. I love helping moms whose first gig is being a mom, but they want to step into who they're called to be. 
They want to help who they're meant to help, and they want to make money that will contribute to the household income in the same way that they've already contributed so much to their family, both emotionally and physically. So they've they've met those needs for their family. Now they're ready to step up their financial contribution, all while maintaining their freedom and flexibility to continue to care for their family. They're having trouble visualizing themselves as money mavens, as coaches that make good money doing what they love and what they're good at. They're having trouble putting themselves out there. They second guess themselves a lot. They don't fully believe in themselves or in money. They want to be reassured that they're doing the right thing and that they won't ruin it for their family if they invest and go in all in on their coaching practice. So I mean, that's an example of the types of women that I love working with. So just look for coaches that you can clearly see who they love working with. And and you, if you fit nicely into that profile, you can see, you know, the types of people that hang out on their page, the types of people that engage with them or that they seek out, the types of things they say and that they do. Does any of what they're putting out resonate with you? Can you see yourself working with them and thriving with the help that they provide to their clients? Now, when I started following Brooke Castillo and Life Coach School, when I began thinking, you know, hey, I think I want to become a life coach, I had to make a decision on what training and certification I wanted to invest in. So this is very similar to how you might look for a coach. I had been following her for a few months. Her approach made a lot of sense to me. I had also been following Byron Katie, and that approach made sense to me too. And really, they're pretty similar in their core concept. It was really an evolution for me going from Byron Katie and that think, feel, act, have um, to Brooks' methodology with the belief model. And so I think that's where they differ is just kind of how they got there and how they use that information once once they get it. But um, when it came time to decide and commit, I looked around at different programs and different pricing. And the Life Coach School really did look like the best program for me. And so that's what I did, deciding on which life coach to hire, I think is a similar decision. You look around, you compare, you see what resonates with you, you see, you know, their approach that that fits your core uh, concepts, right? Pick out a few whose approaches make sense to you, you know, based on what's the problem you want to solve, who solves that problem, how do they solve it? What's their solution? Who do they solve it for? Are you one of their people? Do you like their approach? Find a few of those and, and just interview them. You know, book a, a consult, book a discovery call, pick the one that you ultimately want to work with. Pick the one that is the best fit for you. Now, there's no such thing as picking the wrong one. It's not like you're getting married to that person. So it's only for a certain period of time. Then whoever you do pick, decide what you want to get from that relationship. And every week, come prepared to get what you came for. Do the work and decide to get the results 
that you want, no matter what. So another thing that I thought of when I was preparing to record this episode is there's a couple of uh, podcast episodes that Brooke did where she talks about getting what you want. And the first one is want match. And that's episode 296. And that talks about the different needs and wants we have in our lives and how to find matches with people who want to meet those needs. That's what she's calling a want match. Now, there's another episode that I felt like, I don't know if she intended it to be this way, but to me, it it felt like a follow-up to that want match. And she talks about getting all your needs met, but not trying to do that with one person in your life. And I believe this is the same with coaching. Now I'm going to quote her in episode uh, 322. She says, trying to find this, unquote, uh, meaning all the things you want and need to fulfill, you know, through your relationship or your connection Is, is what I took that to mean. In one person or expecting one person to do all these things in my life is unrealistic. So she says, it causes me to try to make Chris, my husband, be everything. He doesn't want to be all of these things. A relationship circle is a way to solve for all of these desires and needs. I simply do a want match. I find people in my life who want what I want, where my needs match their desire. For example, I can find a friend who is a coach who really wants to be my friend, but not my coach. Match. I can also find someone who wants to be my coach. Match. End quote. So there might be different areas of your life where you want to be coached on. um, And you can try to fill these needs with one single coach. Or just like Britt talked about with the relationship circle, you might try to fill those needs through hiring multiple coaches, joining different group programs or memberships or buying courses or some mix of all of those. So all of those are options. So you just want to be really clear when you interview or hire a coach, what need you want them to meet and whether that's a match for what they offer and and what you're looking for. So if you want to address your scarcity mindset, that's one need. If you want to connect with other entrepreneurs, that may be another need. If you want help with taking better care of yourself physically, that may be another need. There may be one coach that meets all those needs, although I doubt it. Or there may be, you might just end up hiring multiple coaches or programs or memberships or any mix of any of those. Just like Brooke looked to different connections in her life to meet all of her connection needs, you can look for different coaches or programs or courses to meet your different coaching needs. So then you can do them simultaneously or you can do them in whatever sequence you want. But I will say one thing, if when you're doing it in a particular sequence, like if you don't want to do them all at once and so you're going to do one, finish that one, then start another one, finish that one, start another one, then I think you do need to kind of pay attention to what sequence you do them in and what sequence it makes sense to do those in. Because I believe that the two most important relationships when you're building your business are the relationship you have with yourself and the relationship you have with money. Those are foundational. So if you decide to address different areas in succession, then you'll want to start 
with the one that impacts the foundation of your business because you want to start with a good solid foundation. If you don't have a solid foundation to build your business on, if your foundation is weak, anything you build on top of that weak foundation will also be weak. Your business will only be as strong and secure as the foundation you build it on. So be sure to make that as strong and solid as you can. And you do that by building a strong, secure relationship with yourself and a strong, secure relationship with money. And this is exactly what I work on with my clients. I just wanted to mention that if you're doing that in succession and money is part of that, then you'll want to make sure that you start so that you can build a solid foundation. If you have different skill sets, different knowledge and mindsets that you want to grow or shift, then you might want to get different solutions for each of those. And those can happen in succession or at the same time. There are so many options and you get to decide what's best for you. Just explore them from a place of possibility, intention, opportunity, as well as a healthy dose of curiosity. And trust me and trust yourself. You'll make the best decision for you and for your business. And using those same emotions to fuel you in whatever you decide to do, possibility, intention, opportunity, and curiosity, you'll get more out of whatever decision you make, which is perfect because you are made for more. I'm Jill Wright, the money coach for life coaches, because we really are good at solving other people's problems. We were made for this. That doesn't mean that we don't have drama of our own. You know, if your drama involves money, detecting money lies is my thing. Yeah, I didn't grow up in the South, but I've lived here for a really long time. But why is that my thing? Because too many life coaches get stuck and don't do what they were made to do and make the impact they were meant to make because of the lies they've believed that leave them with poor relationships, either with themselves, with money, or both. Now, every month I open up two spots in my master money program where together we detect money lies and uncover the truth about who you're meant to be and what you're meant to do so you can sign more clients, help more people and make more money. So whether you just want me to help you assess if you're believing money lies or whether you want to learn what it's like to master your relationship with money, to build a solid foundation for your growing business, go ahead and schedule your value call. You don't need to make a decision whether or not to work with me on that first call. Just come and get coached. Get to know what money lies you're believing. If you're interested in working with me, you'll be able to schedule a free follow-up call where we'll discuss all the details of working together. It's really that simple. It really is that easy. And there really is no pressure. Just pure value. So go to jillwrightcoaching.com, click on the work with me page and book your value call. I'll see you there.